You're listening to The New Leaf Project, sharing stories from instigators, innovators, planters and starters from across Canada. Hello, everybody. I'm Jared. And my name is Elle. And you're listening to The New Leaf Project. Today, we are taking a look at the year in review, 2016, the year that was. And we're actually recording this episode Uh, It's going to be broadcast later, but we're recording this episode on December the 8th, 2016. And December the 8th, 2016 is actually a big date in the history of the New Leaf Network. Did you know that, Al? I had a, a memory of that day being important, yes. Yes, yes. It was a year ago this day that we met together at the Canadian Baptists of Ontario and Quebec office in Etobicoke. Yes. And we talked about getting this thing started called the New Leaf Network. And I had invited uh, a bunch of interested people, a bunch of interested denominations, some leaders from other organizations to talk about what the New Leaf Network might look like in 2016. And what's pretty cool is that uh, God has really been faithful to us this whole year. And, uh, you know, there's some amazing things that have actually been accomplished. It has been a good year. There's a saying I, I think about a lot, and that's that you can get way less done in a day than you think you can, and way mm-hmm. less accomplished in a week. And not as much as you want in a month, but it's incredible what you can get done in a year. And that's kind of what I've been thinking about uh, uh, today, specifically. Hmm. So one of the things that's happened this year... That's a year, nice quote. Did you make that up? Uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing it. I don't know who said it. So whoever said that first, you're really smart. And hmm. I think about what you said a lot. But hmm. um, That's no, a nice that, shout out. That's a nice shout that's, out. Uh, that's, not, that's not me... I, I don't. I haven't thought like that, but it's shaped how I think. Anyway, so what's happened is that there are at least four denominations that are really um, seriously signed on to the New Leaf Network. There's a bunch of others that are connecting in. They're leaning in. They're helping here and there. Um, but it's really exciting to watch in this day and age a genuine like mutually supportive denominational partnership. And Elle, you've been hearing from some of your friends that that's actually been giving them some hope. So why don't you tell us a story about that? Some of the things that your friends have said about this denominational part. Yeah, I think growing up um, in my my sphere and perhaps my age group, um, typically denominations always worked by themselves. And you never often heard of... Um, denominations actually partnering together and working together. And I think some of my uh, friends who've also grown up in that that kind of sphere, who've maybe, they would be duns, I would call them, actually mm-hmm. find it very intriguing that these denominations who, um, you know, they have a lot of things in common, but there are a few things maybe theologically that we might differ on, um, uh, that they've come together and they've said, you know what, that's not, we're not going to major on the minor. The important thing is that we, we love Jesus Let's get to work and let's make this happen. And I think um, seeing that partnership, it's unique in the Canadian context. And it's something that I think 
um, everyone who's involved in it should be proud of because it's a great testament to really how the Christian church should be operating together in a spirit of unity, but oftentimes we haven't seen that happen. And so um, it's easy to say that we should work together, but sometimes it's harder to live that out. And it's been really wonderful to actually watch these denominations come together. And it's actually been a really beautiful picture uh, for some people that have told me about it. Yeah, and it's been it's been an incredible gift to me to be partnered in with denominations. It's uh, getting to hang around people who do what you do, which what I do is I'm a denominational leader and I'm in charge of church planting for the Free Methodist Church in Canada. And it's sometimes really nice to be with colleagues, people who get what you're trying to do, people who have are, have tried to do the kinds of jobs that you have to do. And uh, so these guys have been really uh, a major encouragement to me. So the partners around the table are the uh, Christian and Missionary Alliance uh, with Greg Langman. And uh, those are those folks are, that's the Missionary Alliance sort of in Ontario and, and in Eastern Canada. Um, and then there's the Canadian Baptists of Ontario and Quebec, and that's Dallas Friesen sitting at the table with us, along with Sid Latte. Um, we should probably have him on the show. Uh, he's got a pretty amazing story to tell about um, uh, starting cafe churches in England. He's a mm-hmm. really interesting guy. And then uh, from the Brethren in Christ uh, Canada, we have John Hand, and he's their coaching guy. And then... Uh, on several occasions, we've had Matt Vincent uh, with us at the table, and he's been uh, a really helpful voice. And then uh, James Watson, who is a long-term friend of mine, who's currently consulting with the Salvation Army, and they've been working with us on several projects. And then there's the the Free Methodist Church uh, in Canada, which you and I are a part of, right, Al? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, Great group of people. Yeah, and we're all sitting at the table, hoping some of the same things, dreaming some of the same dreams, and it's it's been really exciting. And and that partnership has been ongoing for years, well before December eighth. But it it re- really something changed when we said, "All right, everybody, we're actually going to do this thing." And uh, uh, I I can't tell you how encouraging it's been just to even get to know these those folks on a different level. And our denominations mm-hmm. are starting to integrate in ways that I think uh, really smells like the future, L. It's, it's collaboration. It's not amalgamation. Um, lots of churches and denominations have tried to merge in the past, and often mergers are, are ways of, of not paying attention to what's actually going wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. This is something different. It's not a merger. It's a collaboration, and it allows us to be strong and distinct um, and to bring what we have to the table. But by the same token, it, it's really enabling some pretty powerful uh, things to happen among us. And, and I think 2017 is going to be an amazing year again. And I think God's mm-hmm. going to take that spirit of unity we've been working at developing, and he's going to do something pretty awesome. So That's great. we've also done a couple other people things. people went through the, the uh, church plant design shop as well. That's right. So we had um, – that's a, that's a rough estimate. Um, but yeah, we had uh, just under 70 people through the church plant design shop. Um, and that is uh, – if you haven't heard about that, you don't know what that is, that is a way that we try to help planters plant churches for the new Canada. 
Um, and we even have a podcast episode in it when I uh, forced L to sit there for three days and listen to me yap on. And uh, so if you want to hear more about what that is about, I'd encourage you to check out that episode. Um, but a church plant design shop uh, is is sort of the centerpiece of the New Leaf Network. It's one of the main ways that we're connecting. It's one of the places we develop common language together, common understanding. And it's a place where we learn from each other what it takes to plant a church in the new Canada. Um, and and I'm really excited by the, by the leaps and bounds we've taken in that department. And we've got more changes in store for 2017. I think it's going to be it's going to be awesome. And L, we've we done. A, we started a podcast. We started a podcast. We're actually talking on the thing that's actually brand new this year, and much um, to the joy and delight of those who are listening, I'm sure. Yeah, there's, and what's amazing is that our audience continues to grow, and there's there's a couple hundred of you that are listening uh, to these episodes uh, at any one given time, and that is pretty exciting. It's not just my mom. No. So, I mean, that was really a surprise. I thought that she would, you know, I thought it might just be her. And, and my mom is going to, I'm going to announce it to my mom this Friday when I see her that we have a podcast. Oh, that's maybe. good. Our listens are going to go up yeah. then for sure. Yeah. She'll for start sure. sharing it with her friends and it'll be great. So, um, what were some of your favorite interviews that we did this past year? Oh, well, for me, uh, uh, Joel Thiessen was a, a major highlight for me. Um, I was a fan of his book, um, and I love the fresh way that he's approaching the conversation around uh, the religiously unaffiliated uh, in Canada. The fastest growing religious designation in Canada are people who have no religion. And Joel uh, wrote a book called The Meaning of Sunday, and uh, we, it's a two-part episode that we did with him. And I just think it's great foundational material for anybody wanting to start ministry in Canada. If, you're, if you are, are new to the country or you're born here, I think Joel is offering a really important and powerful perspective on what's going on, especially around a group of people that the church uh, has been uh, a little ha- has really struggled to engage with, and that are that is people who have no religious designation. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's one of mine. What, what's been what's been a favorite of yours? Well, I it's been a, a lot that I've really enjoyed, but I, of course, I really enjoyed the interview with Linda Ambrose that we mm. just recently did. Um, she, uh, is the prof- a professor of history at Laurentian university and did a whole bunch of studying around and research around, um, women church planters in the Pentecostal movement in Canada and fascinating stories, a really wonderful woman. And just so many people seem to resonate with that interview. And I think as a woman to hear some of those stories, it was it was touching. Like, there's really no other word for it. It was really, it was emotional to hear that. And um, and even to hear that, you know, some of those stories were in danger of being lost. And um, I think as a woman, it was important to hear that. I hope as even as men, it was important to hear that. Oh, I can um, confirm I, that. As a man, yeah. it, was a, it was, it gave me the feels too, man. Yeah, sure. so I think that was one of my favorite episodes um, because she had so much to share. I felt like we yeah. could have... 
pressed record for three hours. Um, I love um, interviewing people who are passionate about what they do and that they're they're really making a difference. And the best thing about Linda is I don't even think she realized how, how fabulous she is So, um, and how important the work that she is doing is to the Canadian church planting landscape and really to Canadian Christian women and men all across the country. So that was probably one of my favorites. You know, that's such a Canadian experience to be awesome and not even know it. Uh, I kind of like that about us, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, and, and another one of mine was when we talked about cynicism and church planning. I think that really resonated uh, for a lot of people. A lot of people who are starting out in the church planning world are finding that they're planting from a place of cynicism. And so we talk about cynicism, and obviously it's a bad word, but it can actually have some positive effects on, on life as a planter. And life mm-hmm. as a Christian, uh, mm-hmm. doubt and faith are are two sides. I think of the same coin, and uh, and I think that was a great episode. It was it was certainly a very vulnerable episode for me. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think of it, Al? Yeah, I think it's something that, as someone who's really gone through a struggle of being cynical with the church for a while, uh, there was a few years though. I it was in. <laughs> I was in tough shape. Um, it's good to reflect on that and to actually see that faith and and um, and doubt can actually be really wonderful dance partners. And mm-hmm. there's times and ebbs and flows where um, you're going to experience that. But to try to, at least as I try to do, posture myself toward um, an attitude of okay, what can we what can we do? What can we be about instead of what we're against? And I think that's always been a helpful mind shift for me to constantly be coming back to. So um, I loved that episode because it's a, it's just a good reminder in, in faith and in life in general. Speaking of cynicism, <laughs> one of the uh, highlights of the year for me has been uh, through these denominational partnerships. Um, these guys, uh, we've been meeting for uh, every other Friday for uh, uh, quite a while, for um, most of the year, actually, um, and have been praying for revival. And I got to tell you, L, it's probably one of the most vulnerable prayer groups I have ever been a part of. Like, this has really challenged me on a really deep level. Um, hmm. I, f- I feel a bit sheepish talking about it, in fact, um, but I want to because I think it's a good discipline because, honestly, it's something I long for uh, at the deepest parts of who I am, L, is that people would make a connection to the Jesus story, that churches would uh, would be places of life and a place where people are are connecting with Jesus and Jesus is is operationalized and he's 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 right in the middle of our stuff and because that's to me that's how i define revival is when sort of a fresh wind is blowing through the church and uh, it's been really challenging as a person who's uh, got a, a a cynical default setting to mm. um to allow myself to pray for a revival because it's scary when you ask God for something that you really want. Um, it's actually kind of scary because what if He says no, or what if He says not yet, or not you, or I mean, 
that's uh, that's the stuff that can shipwreck your faith, and it's been really, really hard for me uh, to pray for that. I I, I hope I'm not uh, making people feel angry at me that I struggle <laughs> praying for revival, but that's the truth. I really do. I do because mm-hmm. I want it so bad. Is that I don't know. Does that make sense? Have you ever had that happen to you? Where where prayer for something you really want is is a scary thing. Yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. Um, I think for me, growing up in the um, denomination that I grew up, we prayed for revival all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so right. It was actually, you, you grew up Pentecostal, right? <laughs> right. So it was actually something that we prayed for a lot, um, mm. almost to the point where we wanted to do more praying than action. Oh. We didn't want to, you know, I can't, I, you know, I, I don't mean that as a generalization as a whole of the denomination, but I kind of felt that way, mm. that it was easier to pray for revival than it was to get outside and talk to your neighbor. Right. So I kind of have a different relationship with that, with that prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what's happened is that then the, the response to maybe that movement to praying for revival is that people forgot to pray for revival. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. Like I think that's kind of what happens. So it's mean, you know, it's not something I've prayed for uh, since I was a teenager, but something I'm starting to pray for again. And it's, um, I have a bit of a different relationship with it, um, but I still think it's incredibly important. Um, And I'm glad that you guys are getting together and praying for that. Um, It's what Scripture tells us to do, and it's it's important to God. So I think it's something that we should be doing. So. Good for you for stretching yourself to pray for that and for being honest on the New Leaf podcast here. Well, it's, you, you know, what's it. been fascinating, though, is that is that God is is honestly starting to answer this prayer for me. Like, something is happening in my heart. Something is thawing out inside of me. And I'm feeling um, a burst of energy and creativity, and uh, I'm really excited. And... I want to encourage you, uh, something else that happened this year, it was a, a bigger deal for me than maybe for the New Leaf Network in general, but um, I published my first book this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the end of that book, I ask people to join me in praying. And uh, I hope some people will, will continue to do that because I think that's, I am an activist by nature. And activists by nature often forget to pray. And prayers by nature often forget to act, like you were mentioning. And so Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's good for all of us to try to meet in the middle uh, on some of these things. So that's, you know, that's a pretty good buzz through 2016. Lots of other things happened, stuff we we, uh, haven't had the chance to mention here. But uh, what's, uh, what's on tap for 2017? What are you excited about? Well, we've got a lot on the go. Um, we're going to try our hand at a couple of conferences. Um, yeah. We're going to be a part of the uh, Church Planting uh, Congress in Montreal in October. Uh, we're yep. going to have a pre-conference slot for that. Uh, we are having a conference in May, on May 19th, with Sarah Bessie and a few other mm-hmm. uh, lovely women speakers. The name is still baking in the oven, and it will be ready to Come be enjoyed in January. We need a name. We need to we name got, it. What's we, the name? To. What's the name? Got, not, I can't tell you. It's like a Christmas <laughs> cookie. You can't pull it out of the oven too soon. You burn I your love hands raw and it won't cookies. Taste good. <laughs> I really want to know the name. But the I idea don't. behind it is a, a women's conference that men actually go to. Absolutely. 
yep so that's going to be exciting stuff um we're getting our blog ready yes which has been another really interesting kind of we're talking about this spirit of collaboration Mm -hmm. lots of different people around the table different denominations different backgrounds different passions coming together and really connecting and reflecting on on the canadian soul so it's going to be it's going to be exciting, and that yeah. will launch in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amy. Amy about. Bratton is is uh, is she lives in Saskatoon, and uh, we go to the same church plant, the Riversdale uh, Community, or sorry, Riversdale Neighbors Church. Sorry, everybody at my church for misnaming us. <laughs> Riversdale Neighbors Church. That's the name of the church, and uh, Amy's there with me, and. Uh, uh, she is a really thoughtful woman. She uh, has written her own book as well. Uh, so she's got some publishing experience and she's going to be uh, herding all of us cats into regularly writing blog posts. So that's going to be a bit of a new experience for me, uh, the regular writing part. And I'm looking forward to that discipline. I'm really excited about this blog uh, because of the topics we're going to be covering. It's going to be uh, it's going to be theology. It's going to be politics. It's going to be pop culture. It's going to be uh, re- just reflections on what it means to be a Canadian. I think that's often something that we have a hard time describing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, lots of other cultures they def- they have these sort of things that they gather around, and there are things in Canada, obviously, that we gather around. But one of the things we gather around is not gathering around things. <laughs> And uh, it makes it sometimes hard to define what Canadian culture is. Um, there's this there's this thing I remember from the Vancouver Sun, and I, it's a funny story. Um, they were uh, they had a little advertising uh, or a little writing write in competition, and the the question in the newspaper was, okay, so America has a saying like as American as can you finish the sentence, L? As American as apple pie. Right, apple pie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I forgot that as one. As American as apple pie. And so the Vancouver Sun, uh, they wanted to have their own saying for Canada. So they said, finish a sentence as American or as Canadian as dot, dot, dot. And you had to write in. And the winning entry was this. As but, Cana- wait, we, we need to guess. Is it beavers? As that's a good guess, but it's not quite right. It's a good guess. As 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 um, the Canadian geese, as Canadian white vinegar. Can- no, it's not white vinegar. Poutine. Poutine. No. Poutine. Not poutine. Or lacrosse. Moose. Moose. Or hockey. Mooses? Even. It's this. Here's the winning. Here's the winning one. You okay. ready? I'm ready. As Canadian as possible under the circumstances. <laughs> So that's our national identity, and we're going to be writing about it and trying to figure it out. And maybe we can give a little bit more definition to it than (laughs) as Canadian as possible under the circumstances. Wow! So that's the that's the blog launch. We've got we're going to be um, we're going to be putting out more podcast episodes this year. And so Mm -hmm. I thought we could maybe take an opportunity to talk about some of our dream guests that we like to have on the show. Um, and we'll see if we can get them out there. So, uh, Elle, why don't you start with your first dream guest to have on the New Leaf project? Who do you want? We talked about Wayne Gretzky. Yes. I want, I want the great one 
on this podcast. Yeah. So if anybody knows Wayne personally, I think it's time. Like, we'd I think like, it's really yeah, time. He's got a lot to answer for. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love that quote, right? He skates to where the puck is going. I mean, we've used Absolutely. that in a lot of sermons. Oh, so it's totally true. It's, yeah. It's time that we give him some airtime on the New Leaf podcast here. And the One Size Fits All documentary, uh, the one about Canadian church planting, if you're interested in watching that video, it's freely available online at onesizefitsall.ca. But we begin that documentary with that Wayne Gretzky quote of there you go. not skating to where the puck is, but to where it's going to be. And that's what we want to encourage in the New Leaf Network. So Wayne Gretzky, if you are listening, we have a limited amount of availability. So uh, <laughs> It's a hot us. docket over yeah, here. You right. have to strike quick. You, we're, we're going a mile a minute, Wayne. So you gotta, you, you, you're either on this train or you're off this train, buddy. So we want <laughs> you on, on the podcast. That would be great. So who's your who's your who's next on the dream list? Okay, okay, this is a dream list, right? This doesn't necessarily mean uh, I'll get it, right? Because right. when I said you could have Wayne Gretzky, right? No promises were made, right? I mean, I know where Brantford is. I don't know if he hangs around there, um, but I know where Brantford is, and I can find you know many Wayne Gretzky, uh, you know, sites and locations in Brantford. I don't know if he hangs around those, but. Uh, I never promised we could get Wayne, right? That's right. So these are – so I've got two. Okay. Okay. And I don't know how possible this would be, but I would like to have Justin Trudeau and <laughs> Pierre Trudeau. Now, I don't know how we would do it, but I would love that. I, would lo- I think that would be an interesting interview, don't you think? A father and son kind of a thing? Pierre Trudeau could be that – be, that could be difficult, my friend. <laughs> Okay, well, I would settle. I would settle then in my dreams. This is my dream interview. Okay, okay? Fair, enough. fair enough. So don't take away my dreams, Elle. But if okay. if we have to talk more realistically, I would settle for Justin Trudeau. <laughs> just Justin. <laughs> just That's Justin, good. the Prime Minister of our country, because I'd like to know how he thinks about. Uh, Canadian culture? What are the things that that he thinks uh, make up this country, uh, create its identity, both the good stuff and the bad stuff? Um, right. That's what cultures are, right? I'd also like to ask him a few questions about where he thinks the country is going. Um, like, you know, he's, he's, he's starting to really step into the thorny issues of our day, uh, uh, pipelines and like oil pipelines and things like that. And I, I wonder how it's going for him. So I'd love to hear him. So if anybody knows Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of our great country, uh, we'd love to have him on the show. But again, Justin, we have, uh, or, or Mr. Mr. Prime Minister, we have uh, limited availability too. So if yeah. you want in, you, please uh, make an appointment and we'll, we'll consider your application. I hope, you, I, hope, I hope you get that one, Jared. That would be great. Yeah. That'd be great. So who else is on your dream list of uh, podcast uh, guests? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, I'd like to interview the Gilmore Girls. Mm. Yes. I'd like to interview the Gilmore girls, mm-hmm. uh, understand uh, how they like felt about Like the real Gilmore revival. girls or the fake ones who are the actresses? 
No, no, we're talking about like the Gilmore Girls. The like, characters on the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is, is your dream. You can try to interview a dead person. Yeah. I'm going to try to interview the characters of of Gilmore Girls. So uh, it's Laura, Laura Lee and Lorelai Gilmore and Rory. That's who I'd like to interview. They'd be See pretty good. They'd be pretty good. Although I'll See tell you they- what, I didn't, I didn't do well with that show, Elle. I didn't. It yeah. didn't land for me. It's okay. I, it didn't for me either. So that's part of my intrigue of wanting to interview them, see how they felt about their their, their final episodes. And I mean, Netflix made all of that possible. It's a pretty interesting moment we have in TV history where I know stuff we used to love uh, gets a second life. Like Arrested Development came out. Now that came out to mixed reviews. Um, you know, some of it Could a little bit deserved, but it was a good show. Was, I thought it was funny. The, the new episodes. Yeah, so Star, interview Stars the Gilmore Hollow Girls. seems like a nice city to plant a church in, so I just would like to see if they think there's any viability for that is really what it's about. I, so we'll see how that goes. So if if uh, you have uh, someone more uh, that, that you would love to hear on the New Leaf Project, if they are a Canadian thinker, if they're a Canadian starter or planter if there's someone who could speak into this conversation we want to hear from you um we'd love to hear about what canadians are doing and if we can at all make that a possibility we try our level best there's all kinds of great folks out there doing stuff l and we want to hear about Mm -hmm. it absolutely so if anybody knows the gilmore girls l is in interested in, in doing an interview with them um, or Wayne Gretzky, or we'd settle for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. <laughs> if he said, ever said showed up friend. on this show, and I keep saying we're settling for him, that this isn't going to go well. <laughs> well. Overall, 2016 was a great year, and we're just so grateful that we got to connect with so many different people from across Canada, not just through the podcast, but through all the things that we're doing with the New Leaf Network. And we just want to thank everybody for being involved and for those who we were allowed to interview, for those who um, connected with us on Facebook or came to a learning party or came to a church plant design shop. Um, We're really grateful for you because we're in this together. And when we get to connect with you and get to learn your story and understand the things that you're doing, um, it's encouraging and inspiring to us. And we use that word a lot but I mean it. It really is encouraging to us. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it was a great year, and it couldn't have happened without all of you. So um, big thanks from, from yes, all of thank us. thank you uh, so much. Thank you for, for... all of the great people we met. For the support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for caring. Thank you for paying attention to those in the New Leaf Network that have stepped up this year and, and grabbed a piece of the network and, and begun to take ownership to everybody who just sends encouraging words to us over Facebook. Just from the bottom of our hearts, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for making this a great year. Thanks to God for being faithful to us, for leading and guiding us and making all this a possibility. And I think 2017 is shaping up to be an awesome year. So, friends, stick with us. Stick with us and and watch what's going to happen because I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. Indeed. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. We will see you in a few weeks. Um, Enjoy time with family and friends and celebrating this Christmas season. And we will see you in 2017. Bye-bye, friends. 
Thanks for listening to the New Leaf Podcast. You can find us on the web at newleafnetwork.ca or head on over to our Facebook page, New Leaf Network. We have events, workshops, and conversations happening all the time. We would love if you could join us as we share the stories of planters and starters all across Canada.